Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. I wanna, I wanna open this episode with one of my favorite sounds. So, just a little bit. Let me put the mic up right here. Oh, that's good stuff. I wonder if that was picked up nicely. Oh, did you hear that? It sounded great in my ears. Yeah, I love that sound. Any guesses to what that sound is, audience? Submit your answers right now. And let let me give you a text it to three five five seven four zero. You know, some things in life are just constant, like the sun always shining. Birds will always sing. You know, it's a weird one from that one. Wherever there is a pool, there's always a flirt. <laughs> Actually, I think that's the beginning of the jingle. What? Whenever there's a pool, there's always a flirt. Whenever there is school, there'll always be homework. Have you not heard this one? What is this, jingle is, is this? Is this only in America? It yes. might be only in America. Is the what? This might be only in America. But yeah. you know the sun will always shine, the birds will always sing, right? No. Oh, my God. So the sun will always shine, the birds will always sing. Whenever there's and there's always the real thing. Coca-Cola Classic is always the one. Whenever there is fun, there's always Coca-Cola. Yeah. No, we did not get oh, that. Oh, that jingle is legendary. We didn't get that. What? Did, which one did we get? We got... Um, Whenever there's a pool, there's always a flirt. For Coke, you mean? Yeah, I'm trying to think what the Asian Coke ad was. No. It's a Chinese New Year song. If they haven't done that, they should do that. The 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 last bit of the jingle that you sang sounded Always familiar. Coca-Cola. Yeah. yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I like that sounds familiar, yeah. but I can't I There's an like, extended version. Yeah, I can't recall what the the jingle is. That's probably bad advertising on their part, isn't it? It's not great. Give me one second. The sound is really weird. Can you can you talk? Yeah. Um, it sounds totally fine to me. Yeah. Is it like is it reading weird in the gauges? No, I just sound really loud compared to you. Oh no, it sounds totally fine in my ears. Really? That's weird. Yeah. Weird. No. Always. Because even right here, I'm looking at the signal. Your signal is like half my size. Oh my. Okay. Well, it's not all about the size, is it? <laughs> um, oh yeah, I see try. you peeking. I see you peeking. Let me try fix that a little bit. This is some good pod right here. <laughs> or maybe it's cut out. Keep talking. Keep talking. I'm talking. I'm. I'm. You know what? I'm not gonna cut it out. Whoa! I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna leave Strong it in. Strong choice. I'm just gonna leave it in. It's, Strong it's, choice. It's one of those things that I don't really know what happened because I didn't change any settings from the time that it's we last recorded. It's because you left Berkeley. It's beca- It's the running theme of the episode uh, of the last few episodes that my lack of education has led to poor technical ability in yep. creating this show. Yep. Yeah. See, because I finished my degree, I know what Shakespeare is. Good for you, man. Thank you. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> uh, welcome to Good Hang episode 156. Five. Fuck, what? I know, right? You labeled the last episode five. I'm like, that's wrong. <laughs> oh, so ready. Okay, so Let's it's 155. 155. Is that special? Sure. It's, um, I don't know. It seems satisfying somehow. <laughs> Remember how we used to like... Or am I misremembering this? We used to like try to assign like a significance to every number of yeah. the episodes. We went pretty high with that. We went all the way to like 50 and then we're like, okay, now we're done. Did we go that far? Something like that. I don't know. Ancient history at this point. Fuck. Yeah. We should start again. <laughs> 155. <laughs> is that a number? <laughs> 155. That's the number of... Uh... You know, doesn't Wikipedia have like an article for every number? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Right? 155 is definitely significant in some way. Okay. And John is going to look up how, mm-hmm. how significant that is. Look at but that. while he's looking that Crazy. up... I want to go back to the Coca-Cola jingle because yep. we mentioned that as I was pouring myself a Coke Light. Um, Coke Light beats Coke Zero. A hundred percent. It's weird that they have things that are supposed to be the same, but... It's, it's weird that the both would exist. It's Why? Zero was... When Zero first came out, it was meant to be like, we have a new formula. You won't be able to tell the difference between Coke Zero and regular Coke. Yeah. And we'll just keep Coke Light. Coke light. But then, I don't know. Coke Light tastes superior to Coke zero by a lot they taste nearly identical except coke zero just tastes less good i can tell the difference yeah yeah i honestly can't it's just that like i know light is a little bit better in terms of like okay i can tell the difference if i put them side by side mm-hmm. if i drink them like you know one after the other in terms of like if i drink a light on monday and i drink a zero on friday i can't tell i think but, i think um zero tastes more like syrup and light tastes more like sugar right you know that whole like mexican coke thing Right, but is it like a marketing thing? Is light for women and zero for guys? Uh, was was Coke Light always called Coke Light in Singapore? Was it ever called Diet Coke? Diet Coke. It was yeah. Diet Coke for a while. Yeah, same in, in the same in the Philippines. I think it's still Diet Coke in the states. Right. Yeah. All these things that I should not be drinking, but it's a guilty pleasure. So yeah, whatever. I, mean, you be, I think today's a real. You have you have a lot of stuff to do today. It seems like today's a real lazy day for you, and I'm happy for that. Not it's really. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's a lazy morning. It's a lazy morning. I just um I just like had emails to do and like mm-hmm. a bunch of things to send out, but no active work yet. Um, but the rest of the day, it's it's so so it's so so it's so so because there's a bunch of exciting things coming up, um, and. It's I, I I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I mean that's the thing. I mean if you have exciting things coming up and you're not excited, are you even paying attention? Actually, no. I want to talk about that. Like, it's because I've been I've been doing this music thing for so long now mm-hmm. that I always wondered when would it start to feel like not special. Hmm. You know, like when will it start to feel not special? And if I'm t- speaking completely honestly, it's it's like lately. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You know, not in the sense that it doesn't excite me, like not in the sense that it. it not in the sense that I'm not passionate about it, not in the sense that I don't want to like put my best foot it's forward. It's like finally into it. not novel. Yeah, it's more of like it's it it's not like it doesn't stop my life. It doesn't go like, "Oh fuck, I have this to do." You know, it's, it's more just, just like, like I'm doing this thing. Yeah, I'm doing, doing this it. thing. I'm going to do it. I'm going to show up. I'm going to kill it or not. I'm going to try my best to kill it. I'm going to show up and do it. And then in two or three days, I have forgotten completely about what the thing is. I feel like that feels healthy. Yeah, probably, right? But I just always wonder, when would that time come where it's just like, you know. COVID. COVID years. <laughs> 155. Uh, the the Wikipedia article. 155, uh, a.k.a. 155, is a natural number following 154 and preceding 156. Insightful. That's the description. Yeah. Uh, it is a composite number. It is a semi-prime. It is a deficient number. 
It's odious. These are all math terms, which I've never fucking heard of. It's odious? It's odious. What does odious mean? I always okay, thought odious see. meant like like gross. Like it sm- I thought, <laughs> doesn't odious mean it smells? Yeah, right? Okay, in number theory, an odious number is a positive integer that has an odd number of ones in its binary expansion. Okay, fuck your life. Yeah, see, look, odious means extremely unpleasant and repulsive. Yeah, but it also means a number with a positive integer, odd, yep. binary, whatever. Positive uh, integers are gross. It, no, like no, 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 no. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Now you can continue. I unplugged the headphones, but for some reason it also stopped recording. It just shocked your system. The system. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, sorry. You were talking about the number 155. Yeah, now it's odious. and it. Okay, so here's the most interesting thing I can find about uh, odious, uh, odiousness. No, about 155. Uh-huh. Is that, you know what, Nathan? Did you know 155 is the maximum possible score in a single break in snooker. Boom. A, a single break? In yeah, I'm snooker? guessing when you play snooker and you, you, you break it, like in pool, I guess, uh-huh. in billiards, and all the balls go in. <laughs> 155. <laughs> you know, uh, come on. You know how that happens. It's going to happen. I don't even know how <laughs> snooker... <laughs> That has to have happened at least once in the history of mankind. And he got 155. That has to have happened at least once in the history of mankind, and it probably wasn't documented. Probably not. <laughs> like, it probably wasn't documented, and that one Russian guy in his garage was really angry after it's, that. He was probably lying about it. Too and that man was Vladimir Putin. Um, okay, no, in 2005, Jamie Cope got 155 in a break. Okay, it I was don't witnessed. Know how, how is Snooker scored? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. It's not. I know it's not like one ball, one point. <laughs> I think it's like you have to get what is it? A black ball, then a color ball, then a black. You have to go back and forth, back and forth. I don't Snooker know. is the one with like the pink and the red yeah. balls, right? Yeah, with no numbers. Got it. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna stop talking about it because I know nothing. Snooker. You know what's weird? Billiards is like one of those things that Filipinos are ridiculously good at. Why? I don't know. Is it because of all the karaoke bars? Possibly with billiard tables. Possibly. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know, but like. Is that racist? I don't know if all... It's like one of those things where I don't know if all Filipinos are... Like, not to say all Filipinos are good at it, but like the best pool players in the world, a lot of them are Filipino. Right. Yeah. I've seen I've seen clips. And like it's... it's Fran Reyes is one, one it's like It's like those kind of people when like the moment they they start playing, they just don't stop pam, until pam, they're pam, done. Pam, pam, pam. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Because they just keep going until they stop sinking balls. It's weird to stuff like that, to have a country that's not so famous, but to be like super good at something. Like for one, for one point in history... The Philippines had the number one boxer and the number one pool player. Mm. Singapore had like the number one swimmer. It's weird. We had the, the, the porn star that had the sex with the most people. Nuh-uh. Yeah. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Did they film it in Singapore? I don't know. <laughs> I'm um, looking that up. I Annabelle, Annabelle that. Chong. No, don't stop looking things up on your phone. It makes you unengaged in the conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm engaged. Annabelle Chong. I think that's her name. Um, or I might be getting it wrong. But at the time, she had shot a pornography... Um, with just a whole bunch of people, like it was a large, big old orgy, and I think at that time it broke the world record for That's like great. biggest filmed orgy, or something like that. That's amazing. I'm, I'll um, look at that more. When we yeah, get to it, it inspired um the book Snuff uh, by Chuck Palahniuk. No shit. Yeah, he wrote that book based on like her story. It's like semi loosely based on her story. Her name is her stage name is Annabelle Trump, but you know her her given name is Grace Quack. Yeah, they feel like the same to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I think Chong is a little bit more, um, you know, like white people think like, Ching Chong. Yeah, it's like Ching Chong. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Really playing into that. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> um, 
I, I don't know. I promised the, someone on Instagram Live that we would talk about. Oh, yeah. Nathan, yeah. this is continuing from our Insta, Insta Live. We by talk, the way, we if We were you, talking about math, by the way. I don't remember. How, yeah, but it's yeah. 155 and it's odious. Anyway. Uh, if you don't follow us on Instagram, please do. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Uh, we go on Instagram Live from time to time to field questions. And I promised someone that we would talk about their question, which was, Nathan, what are your thoughts on priority seats in public transportation in Singapore? Um, give them up. Makes sense to me. Uh, is that a controversial stand? <laughs> Did something happen really. in the news? <laughs> Not really, but like I know people who are like, we'll just go. Like, if all the seats are empty, would yeah. you sit in a priority seat? Yeah. But then you would give it up? Yeah. Because I would go straight away just to a non priority seat if all the seats are empty. Well, here's the thing like, if I'm taking like a short bus ride, just stand. Well, if I'm taking a short bus ride and it's an empty bus, I'm just going to sit on the priority seat because it's right next to the door. Right. You know, because yeah. it's like convenience. It's just convenience. That, that That's it. Um, but if it's like, um, if I'm there for like at least five stops, six, six stops, seven okay. stops, I'm going to like just sit somewhere else. And if it's a semi-full bus, or no, no, no. So say it's like all the other seats are taken and there's only priority seats left. Mm-hmm. If it's a short ride, I stand. If it's a long ride, I sit. And uh, someone else comes on and I give them the seat. Yeah. yeah. I do like taking buses. Like, mm-hmm. it's getting to the point now where it's like, you know, I'm in a place where I can afford to take grabs. But <laughs> for the sake of exercise, for the sake of the environment, I'll take the public transportation. Train or bus? Bus. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. I prefer the train. More people watching. I don't like people watching. Oh, I fu- that's like one of my favorite things to do. That's like legitimately one of my favorite things to do. And it, it's it's a lot less fun with the masks. Yeah. But like it's still kind of fun. Now what I like to do is when I go on a bus, I look over people's shoulders and read their messages. Is that wrong? Worse, yeah. Is much, that wrong? Much worse. <laughs> Why? Significantly worse because so. you are delving into actual details as opposed to like coming fiction- to your own yeah, fictionalizing them of- in your own mind I and having so. fun with that, you I know. Guess so. Like <laughs> um yeah. The 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 <laughs> I don't I don't really do that by the way. <laughs> Not all the time. Not all the time. The pros and cons of the masks era mm-hmm. is that um people watching is much easier now yeah. because I can just go do it because of the masks. But Wait, what? Just, like because like people don't recognize me. So I can Oh just, got like, what you're saying. So I can just like be in a crowded I'm like, train and like Are you confusing it. masks with sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, but but the downside is that because everyone's wearing masks, pe- people watching is a lot less boring. Yeah, it's, it's like, like really half the fun. Half the fun, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I love people watching. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite things to do, especially um, on like a nice cycle. Mm-hmm. People watching while you're cycling, especially if you're like just cycling down like the Marina area. I agree with that. Though when you're cycling, it's like, it's like you you're like you're in contact with someone for just a second. Yeah, you're catching glimpses of a life. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I I usually people watch when I go running or if I'm like on a train or like all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, something about it, it's just, it's, it informs a lot of my creativity, at mm. least, because um, I, I'm very, I, I have become so aware that I live in a fucking bubble, mm-hmm. you know, not just because of like my socioeconomic status, but also because of like the career path that I've chosen. Sure. So it's like, I, I exist in a bubble. So any opportunity I get to just kind of like look Step at people. Yeah that like live completely different lives that lives that I ra- I rarely have contact with it's really fun yeah like accountants that's why Nathan just goes to yeah that's why I, I just show up at around. Merrill Lynch and go like hey fuck you <laughs> <laughs> they do accountants right uh, I think they're a bank mm. Merrill Lynch Ernst and Young investment bank accountants is Ernst it and Young. I, don't know. I don't know I'm sure they have accountants yeah 
I don't think all they do is account. I don't know. I don't know what accountants do. I don't know. They count. They count things. They, yeah, they, they, count, they, they, they be a, they be accountant. They count things. They're, they're they're like they're like um they're like the 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 blood cells in your body. They just kind of carry things all around and, <laughs> and 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 count things, um, and they make the world work. But no one really knows how. Yep. I assume that if all accountants just died in an accountant's apocalypse, that the world would stop functioning. Yeah. But I don't, I wouldn't know why. Where's my money? (laughs) Like, how did, uh, what are your best friends in accountants? That's what's funny. What is, what is the one job? Like if say like everyone, every one of that one uh, job got wiped out overnight, Mm -hmm. the world would collapse immediately. But like, like doctors, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, politicians, maybe. Really? A lot of people wouldn't believe that. There's a good number of people that think if you kill all the politicians, the world would remain completely the same. Oh, that's quite short-sighted. <laughs> the one, okay, if they were like blinked out of existence, that the world. No, no, would, I'm talking the about quickest like, the I'm world. Talking, would yeah, like I'm talking about the devolve. quickest. because okay. like you know, if hypothetically any any occupation, <laughs> unless if, we rank like what <laughs> which occupation yeah, would right. it not affect the most essential. You're talking about the most essential. I will tell you what artists on the bottom of the list. <laughs> No, but yeah, for real. Like, what what would cause the downfall of man in the quickest amount of time? Hmm. I mean, okay. I mean, the, it feels like the simple answer is medical people. Maybe not though. Farmers. Well, truck fa- drivers. Farmers is my first answer <laughs> as well. But the thing is, you know, we have canned food. Yeah, I'm talking about real like, quick. I'm talking about like matter of days that like the planet goes like we're done. Like we can't function anymore. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, uh nuclear weapon. Stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, cu- genuinely, I'm just genuinely curious if it's something really like insignificant that we don't think about. Like, oh, the person that re- uh, 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 regulates like the soil temperature in this part of sure. Africa. Sure. And the moment all these soil temperature regulators get wiped out, the zombies, come. earthquakes. Yeah. And then the earth splits in two. Like, I'm sure there's some job like that, you know, where it's like these, these invisible people that work underground and wear lab coats and helmets. And if they disappeared, essentially the earth would cease to function. I feel like that's the beginning of a conspiracy theory. Like, I feel like we're making our own QAnon. Like, pr- I think protect the African soil temperature takers. No, but these jobs exist. <laughs> like, these are real jobs. I'm just wondering which one of these really, like... Like jobs that Seemingly, we don't think about, you know, yeah. jobs that we don't fucking even think about, like people that measure like the humidity of clouds. What, or what, some what shit. about like trash collectors? No, hmm. I mean it would cause like pandemonium for, yeah, sure, for sure, sure, but sure. I don't think it would cause like a complete global collapse. But it would hmm. it would cause a global collapse fairly quickly, maybe not the fastest. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, social media makers, I don't know. Yeah, interesting question. Don't think it has a good So basically answer. the internet, if you think the internet, the internet goes down, oh, fuck it. I think people just kill themselves. Yeah? Yeah. That's an interesting question. If, if the internet went completely out, which is not an unthinkable thing to sure, happen. Sure, If the internet went out for the entire globe, essentially, like all it would take is like, you know, a mischievous little shark bites on that cable. Yeah. And like whole continents just out. Transatlantic internet cable. And you believe that people would kill themselves. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> I'm genuinely curious what would happen. They wouldn't kill themselves because they wouldn't have no way to tell people that they were going to kill themselves. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cash 22. Mm. They can't publicize how miserable they are. Oh, jeez. guys, I wasn't able to log on up this for like 15 hours. Oh, we're minimizing suicide. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it, you did it. You did that. <laughs> you, you you took it a step too far, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, how have you been, John? I've been good, man. I've <laughs> what been, you been up to? Yesterday, I. Uh, oh, please. Also, another, if I'm go ahead and plug something real quick. Yeah. Uh, Otters United a Sketch Group is Ooh. a sketch group I joined. That we've been, we're we're planning to do a live show. Like that's what we want to do because no one really does that in Singapore. Live sketch shows. Yeah. Um, but we've been putting out videos as well. And check I, them out. Check them out. Check them out. Nathan made our logo. Fun I did. Fact. If you have a look at that, it's really cool. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes, I guess. Um, we filmed. I can't remember a, what it looks like. It looks good. <laughs> we filmed a couple, uh, like little thirty second, little quick little bangers. But we also fil- we were also filming like like three minute long sketches. So yesterday was a full on one. Yesterday that was like. Oh, I was the only person in it, so it was intense. Finished that up, had a good time, had some whiskeys afterwards. Yeah, making films is fun. Acting That's is awesome. great. I want to do more acting. Like how how has that entire process been? Because it's been like I've I've seen these guys like come around yeah, for like week. the last yeah, yeah, yeah. four or five months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. So like down the pipeline, is it pretty much just like writing and releasing as much as possible. Yeah, but we're 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 building up to a live show because a lot of us are theater people, so that's what we want to do and no one's mm. doing it, so we think it'd be good. But yeah, I mean, eventually we're just trying to What yeah, do you envision for the live show? Just like uh live sketches basically, like kind of like cuz they did that a lot in New York and stuff. Mm-hmm. So something like that. Just it's basically like Have you thought of a way to like like is it essentially just going to be like regular show, but everyone distanced and all that? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. I mean, we're not planning to do it until like March or April, so wonder, I wonder if there's any <clears throat> any change at all. Probably not. I mean, that's, that's post Chinese New Year. You that's never know. Point. That's a good point. You never we, know. We, we could be. We could have gone to shit. We could be locked out. Locked up. Is that what you're saying? Are you saying good or bad? I'm saying you don't. Post Chinese New Year. Saying you never know. Yeah. Spread that shit. I'm saying you never know. Like yeah. this Chinese New Year is going to be a big turning point for however it is. Singapore specifically deals with COVID mm. for the next you know, the rest of 2021. Yeah. Because people aren't really vaccinated yet. Not everybody. Like, only a bunch of, I think it's just medical workers so far. Yeah. Um, and uh, they started, government They people. started up on, on uh, 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 older people as well. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's awesome. Like, it's, it's, it's always so, like, it's always fun to, like, get started on, like, a new project and, like, kind of get that snowball. Mm-hmm. Like, try to get that thing It's so good. It feels good, man. And it's nice because you got a, we got a good crew together. People are, are coming to every meeting. Um, we're putting, putting out sketches. We're creating stuff. It feels good, man. Dope. It feels good to go from, like, I have an idea. And then to, like, there's my idea. Yeah. It's pretty cool. What on have the topic, you been up to? On the topic oh, yeah, of live ahead. shows, right? I was just, like, thinking a lot about it this week of, like, how... A lot of people are essentially trying to mimic or recreate the old live experience mm. the best way possible for the COVID era. Mm-hmm. And that usually just means having people stand very, very far apart and and watching something happen on stage. Sure. And like, it just got me thinking of like, you know, what are ways to kind of like, like, I don't think the best way forward is to try to mimic or replicate how things were in the before four times. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's much more interesting and much more exciting and much more new to think of ways to like cater. Yeah. How to cater to to this specific pandemic audience, Mm -hmm. um, whether it be in a live experience or whether it be a home experience. Well, I don't think you got a chance to do it, but I did murder at Mandai camp last week. Mm. 
Yeah. The sequel. The sequel. Which was cool. I think it's pushing it in an interesting way. Exactly. The stuff like that is like boundary pushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like trying to figure out. Yeah, talk, talk about that. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, Murder Mandai Camp 1 was basically a, 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 not quite a Zoom performance. Was it on Zoom? Did we actually use Zoom? It was on Zoom. Yeah. It was on Zoom, right? So yeah. it was a Zoom performance. Uh, it was like a ghost story where some stuff was pre-filmed and some stuff, some theatrical elements were done live. But yeah, everyone just watched from their home. That was pretty fun. And then the second one, they took that even further. And oh, they no, kind of, and, and also... Um, and there's the, like a chat There element. was a Telegram chat that you entered and uh, submitted your guesses. Yeah. Or like they would send files and clues yeah, through yeah, the Telegram yeah. so chat. you can put it together. And you discuss them on the chat. And then like, so this, they made a sequel, which was like evolved that further. It was less interacty with um, people on the... There's no Telegram chat, basically. Yeah. Uh, but there was more flexibility in when you could do it. Like, it was available from 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. You can do it whenever you want. Right. And if it was more like an escape room, but, like, with full-on theatrical elements. So like, to understand, uh, one of my favorites was, like, you have to enter the pin code for a phone, for example. Like, right. there was a phone on the screen. You had to enter the pin code. And the only way to know the pin code is if you watch a certain video where the guy said it. Right. And if you didn't catch it, you didn't catch it. Or you have to go back and watch it. So that was pretty cool. Ah. Uh, what was dope was that it, the, out of all the people who successfully guessed the murderer and the motive and all that shit... You get entered to a, a lucky draw, and the winner gets a thousand bucks. And, and I, I won. <laughs> you won a thousand dollars. Yeah, me and my me and my buddy won. That's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. We got picked. It was that was pretty cool. That's dope. So, so you, you, you got you got five hundred bucks. Hell yeah! Sick from watching theater. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Where it's like how to craft new experiences. Yeah. Because I remember when we watched the first iteration of that show, mm. they had that Telegram chat where essentially you get put into a Telegram chat with a bunch of strangers mm-hmm. that also happen to be watching at the same time as mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. And I had so much fun yeah, because yeah. we were just like fucking around in the chat and like <laughs> making jokes of each other and like no one really knew each other or occasionally like... So it really felt like I was in like... I was experiencing something similar to like being at a foyer. But mm-hmm. in a different way, you know? Yeah, it's quite unique. As opposed to actually being in a foyer and, like, being, like, 10 meters away from everybody. It's, yeah. it's weird. Plus, it's a foyer you know? with anonymity, so people are just like, hey, I'm just talking <laughs> nonstop. Well, but uh, but occasionally, you recognize, cool. like, a friend's name or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. really like, hey, you're here. What's up? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, I was, I, was, I was watching a bunch of the fashion shows that came out the, the past few weeks. Because um, they, they, it was fashion week somewhere. I don't even know when anymore. Mm. But... They were doing these COVID fashion shows, and some people decided to try to recreate the whole fashion show thing, regular runway. On Zoom? Except everybody. No, no, just like they had a live event, mm. except everyone was super spaced out. Oh, I see what you're saying. And to kind of uh, make it look less awkward, they essentially made the set gigantic. So they upped the scale of everything. To in make order it less awkward? In order oh, to oh, we're like, so far because our stage is so big? Something like that. Oh, okay. and, and, but it worked. It worked. Okay, cool. But it was essentially still like trying to recreate that live mm-hmm. experience with mm-hmm. COVID guidelines. As opposed to, like I think it was Prada or something like that. They just went, fuck the live show. They went full short film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. That was... Uh, that was... That was... Uh, Hugo Boss? Boss. Right. Yeah. Hugo okay. Boss did that. No, That's sorry, cool. Gucci did that. I'm sorry. Top man. I don't know things anymore. <laughs> Gucci okay. did like a short film thing, essentially, mm-hmm. where they like Lars von Trier like uh, directed a bunch of sounds short like films. something Gucci would do. Yeah, <laughs> and then Prada, oh shit, went a different route where they just went full on like music video. Oh. So they just forego the live show. They decided to put all the money in production into essentially making like a fashiony music video mm-hmm. kind of thing. That sounds cool. So it's like uh, you know trying to figure out interesting ways to like make the entertainment of this era unique to this era, you know? Mm. 
even even with recreating live experiences, for example, uh, just a few days ago, I don't know if you saw this, but Flaming Lips did a concert in Oklahoma. No, I didn't see that. <laughs> what did they do? Oh, boy. The Flaming Lips did a concert in Oklahoma, and I'm about to show you a picture of it um, because it was great. Yeah. As you try to look that up, though, I will also add that sometimes it kind of backfires, like, or maybe... Or maybe backfires because they're trying to recapture the old thing. For example, uh, Dave Chappelle was constantly doing outdoor shows with people social distance and stuff. And then he got the COVID. He got the COVIDs. Hope he's okay. Yeah. Oh, this shit's real? I thought this was like art. <laughs> I thought this was like a drawing. So yeah. Nathan basically showed me the, the concert. Yeah. Uh, people are in Zorbs. People up to like three, it looks like up to three people are inside yeah. a giant plastic Yeah, bubble. so it's a Flaming Lips concert. I think they dubbed it like the Spaceball concert That's or something. Amazing. And they essentially had yeah, space people. Concert. Yeah. yeah, you're essentially like. That's crazy. You stay inside a literal bubble. Like a Zorb. A Zorb? Is that what? Yeah. It's something like a Zorb, but not really because Zorbs don't actually have a lot of space. And Zorbs have like padding inside. These are just yeah. little like. These are just bubble. literal bubbles and you stay in the bubble with the people you showed up with. That's cool. Um, and if you ever need to use the restroom or something or Just leave the it. bubble, you, ha- you you have to wear a mask. Like so a you don't have to wear a mask okay. in your bubble, I think. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's freaking amazing. Go go go! check out Wayne Coyne's Instagram. His Instagram page is Wayne Coyne, C-O-Y-N-E 5. He he's a photographer? No, no. He's the flaming, flaming lips, lips guy. guy. Okay, yeah. um, you know, it was That's only cool. a matter of time before somebody did something like that. And sure enough, the Flaming Lips did it. Um but it's it's amazing. Like I, I I I'm so excited to like take a look back at this era, you know, mm. and like show it to your grandchildren. Wait, there will be like studies and stuff. Actually, no. Like, or yeah. Like, what if like by the time we have grandchildren, like this is just how concerts are now. Like nothing ever changed. Because like in 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 fifty or sixty years, mm. like there's just this un uncurable pandemic. COVID-30. So now like so so like people start looking to twenty twenty of like how did we do this? How did man hold concert? The gold, in, the golden <laughs> generation, the, yes. the secluded generation. Exactly, oh, we're, like we're making history right now. Like people will be looking back at these times in in the year twenty seventy five, when the uh, uh, when the Hungarian flu uh, catches all of us by surprise. Fucking hungry. Mm-hmm. I think just all you gotta do is look to Ready Player One, man. Just get the Oasis online. Get the Oasis online, man. Is it like weird that I really want to rewatch that movie? No, I mean yes. You should really want to reread the book, but fuck that movie. Like, yeah, the movie wasn't great, but I kind of, like, I, I recall not enjoying the movie because I kept thinking about how... It's not like the book? It's not like the book. But now that I know it's not like the book... Try to take it I, on its own merit. Yeah, I just want to watch it again yeah. and enjoy it because it's, 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 it seemed fun. You know, you got Mechagodzilla versus Gundam and Iron Giant and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, that other guy. I don't remember. Yeah. Ultraman? Was it Ultraman? Did they no. get to use Ultraman? No. Ultraman was somewhere in there. But yeah, like was the, the last book. battle was like the bad guy was in Mechagodzilla and then Iron Giant was fighting him and then one of them turned into a Gundam. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm not sure. Yeah. I did watch the trailer for Kong versus Godzilla. That got me, that got me a little hype. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Kong versus Godzilla got you hype? And then I realized that I actually haven't seen the last Godzilla movie, the one with Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, the one where... Um, spoiler alert. Oh, come on now. Spoiler alert oh, for Godzilla. Uh, where Brian Cranston dies in the first twenty minutes. I think that's the one before that. Oh, I'm not sure. How many have there been? Are they all in the yes, same universe? That was the one before that. Yeah, they're creating a monster universe. So, oh, people from. Oh the- wait, so this is the Kong from Kong Skull Island, isn't yeah. it? Oh yeah. fuck that movie. No, okay. If this I like is Kong Skull Island, ish. Did it? Did I? Yeah, I liked, I thought it was okay. I don't remember. 
I think 155 is going to be our last episode, guys. Did you like Kong Skull Island? You, you hated Kong Skull Island? Kong Skull Island is literally like the epitome of like horrible capitalism in films and a why it's shit. And like... <laughs> Which one's Kong Skull Island? Is John C. Riley in this one? Yes. Kong Skull Island is the one of all the big stars. John C. Riley, Samuel L. Jackson, Brie Larson. Um, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Um, is Dr. Dre in it? Young Dr. Dre? No. Straight uh, Compton? Who else was in Kong, Kong Skull Island? Um, uh... Uh, the guy from Black Mirror and Planet of the Apes. Uh, Black Mirror and Planet of the Apes. Uh, yeah. Uh, never mind. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Anyway, Kong Skull Island was a horrible movie. It was so bad. Like they they just they just introduce characters and then they would never show up again. And then they would like invest you in a character and then kill them with no repercussions and like not even talk about their death after. So it's, it's fair. I also barely remember it. It was one of, I remember it very clearly because I just remember it being so excited for it mm-hmm. because the cast looked amazing. Mm-hmm. The cast looked amazing. The only thing that got me worried was when the opening credits came up and I saw that it was like a 10 cent film and I was like, Oh, what do they do? China. Oh yeah. It's, it's like Venom, essentially one oh. of those. One of those kind of like China funded it, and they and they get final say on the edit. I think um, because it's mainly for their audience. Because these movies are made for a Chinese audience. They're loud and loud and lots of explosions, lots of action. Yeah, because yeah. Chinese Chinese audiences, if they're gonna watch a movie, it's either going to be a Chinese film that they can yeah. fully understand and appreciate. Yeah. Or if it's going to a big Hollywood thing, they're just going to watch something where they don't... Most people are just going to watch something where they don't need to read subtitles is, as isn't much. There, isn't there some kind of rule where like only like 10 Hollywood movies yeah. are allowed in China? Only a set yeah, amount yeah. of uh, uh, movies are allowed. And the ones that do best are the big flashy picks. Like Venom. Like Venom, yeah. China's because favorite it, movie. Because, and, and the plot doesn't need to be super detailed, even though that helps in the international market. Mm-hmm. But in the Chinese market, because they... It, and again, I'm not saying that they're dumb or whatever. It's really just because they would, if they're going to watch like a foreign film in that sense, <laughs> like... Something palatable. Yeah, Something just, easy. it's a popcorn flick. Sure. Something easy where they don't have to spend half the movie reading because subtitles. And that's why movies like Pacific Rim do really well there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Pacific Rim 2 specifically. Um, and Venom and Kong Skull Island. Do all those where it's films... just like disparate bits of plot. But mm. it's just a blanket of action and explosions, which, to be fair, looked amazing. But the plot is just infuriating. And the wasted talent, Tom Hiddleston, I just remembered, he was in that too. Yeah. Like, they basically just went like, who are the biggest stars Tom in Tom Hiddleston Ho- was in Kong? Yes. Maybe I haven't seen They basically <laughs> just went like, who are the biggest stars in Hollywood right now? And they hired like half of the MCU and the other half of just like other famous people. Right. And um, they made this movie and it was horrible. And oh. it was honestly heartbreaking to see because y- like you i at least i know why it's horrible because yeah and because of china is that yeah, what you're because of china Whoa. like there's literally it's okay you know it's bad because of china when when your movie has a chinese character appear and mm-hmm. show face not have any contribution to the plot and eventually just kind of disappear right it happens in a lot of these big international just to movies. get them get footage for the trailer basically exactly yeah. to get footage for the trailer and to get um to get a chinese person during the press tour mm-hmm. um so there's like some nationalistic pride in there it's true pacific rim 2 great example of this there was a chinese actress popped up was like hey i'm a chinese person and then said maybe a few lines in the beginning completely just cut off like i'm sure she, <laughs> she he or she shot some scenes but they just cut maybe all of cut that out. out yeah they just get forgotten that's funny and Whenever I see that in a movie, like my red flags just come up like crazy, and um, 
Kong Skull Island is that kind of movie. And right. if Godzilla versus Kong is that kind of movie, it's going to be infuriating. We're going to get Jack Maud. It's going to be infuriating. Though Jack Maud did reappear. Jack Maud's Alibaba, I think. Yeah, yeah, but Jack Maud, he got disappeared. Did you hear about that? He allegedly didn't make it a public appearance for like ever since he talked shit about China. There's conflicting really stories on that. To say that he got disappeared, to say that he got disappeared is a very strong word. It's more that he didn't make a public appearance yeah, yeah. for a few weeks. Like, well, I was just on a holiday. It was never confirmed that he got like kidnapped. Chilling in my room, guys. <laughs> Relax. Like, don't you take social media blackouts every <laughs> once in a while? Uh, Nathan hasn't posted on Instagram in a while. He got China got him. <laughs> China got him. After this episode, holy shit! Maybe it's definitely possible. Um, but yeah. Uh, Kong Skull Island is a horrible movie. Kong Skull Island. Nathan does not recommend it. No, it, it, I'm. I, it's. It's. It makes me angry. Films like that make me angry because they do well and they make money. Mm. Like I'm. It's. It's just one of those things where it's like. Why don't people? Money. Watch, why don't people watch Good Time? Is what you're thinking. It's more just like why? Why? Why is money being thrown around like this? <laughs> it's so disappointing. The audience speaks. The studios listen. You know what I'm saying. I guess. Yeah. Um, Kong Skull Island made a production budget of $185 million. Okay. With a domestic gross. This is U.S. domestic gross mm-hmm. of $168 million. That's pretty good. That's a yeah. successful. No, it's not. What did you say it was? $185 million was the budget? budget and $168 million was the gross. Domestically? Wah, wah. What about globally? Because you said it was for China. Okay. Let's see globally. Um, worldwide gross. There we go. No, the foreign gross. There we go. I'm going to guess. What? I'm gonna get just the foreign gross. Yeah, I'm gonna guess it was two hundred million. Three hundred ninety-eight million six hundred. Okay, it was half. Yeah. So that's a roaring success. Yeah, that's seven million. Because they made million. because they made this movie vagina, but the domestic <laughs> is horrible. He's he, he said they made this movie vagina because <laughs> they made this movie vagina. They made this movie and vagina. like it had so much detail and like it had like the, like those Cronenberg like kind of like fleshy insides. Yep. Everything like it was the perfect movie vagina. <laughs> <laughs> movie vagina sounds like you know like the what's that word again? That like the 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 the, the oh what's that? It's like a Greek word that's like the ideal. You know what I mean? Like the something. It's a descriptive word. Paragon. No, no, no. It's like fuck. Oh, what is that? The the idealistic. Oh, fuck. The like you know like if you like if you imagine something like if you're like uh, think of like the how to draw a heart. Mm-hmm. And like the perfect heart is called the something ideal or isn't the Apollo? Oh God, that's gonna kill me! Oh my Adonis? God, no! I'll look. You, I don't know how to Google that, but I won't because <laughs> it, it does make me disengaged. Hellenic? No, no, no! It's it's something like that though. The Adonis, ideal. Uh, Herculean? No. Uh, Zeus like? The, the something ideal. The something Athenian. ideal. Athenian. Um. Uh. Hermesian. I don't know any other Greek gods. Oh my gosh. Um, Venusian. <laughs> Kratosian. Oh, God. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking oh, about. Oh, God. Um, but I, you want to know something pretty heartbreaking? What's that? <laughs> that I, I never knew because I never looked it up and I don't understand and it makes me question everything. Uh-huh. I just looked up the Rotten Tomato score of Kong Skull Island. Guess. 68. Close. 72. 75. Yep. The audience score is 69. I feel like that was on purpose. Hey-o. But the, the tomato meter calls it 75%. And my brain is broken. 
can we watch Kong's? Can, can, can we? Have you seen this movie? Not, not with, not I with feel this like attitude. You have, I feel like you haven't seen. No, this I have. Movie. I have. I have. It started with John C. Riley as like yes. a pilot, and then yes. something. Like that. Yes. And then there's a helicopter attack yes. in Kong. Yeah. I, okay. Maybe I don't. Remember I remember it. that movie making me angry. It definitely, did, it didn't make me angry. That's for sure. It made me angry because the Hellenistic it was, ideal. No. It, oh, it, it it made me angry because and I, I just I'm just repeating myself now. I'm just going crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made me angry because it was so beautiful. Like the visual effects and everything were great, and and the cast was great. They had everything going for it. They could have made an amazing movie, but they chose not to because they knew if they did, it wouldn't have done as well internationally. Because it was funded by a Chinese company, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's a conspiracy. I don't think it's a conspiracy so much as it's I feel like that meme from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia right now. You know that one with I Charlie. I do not know that one. <laughs> the one with Charlie in front of the whiteboard going like, it's numbers, man. It's numbers, man. <laughs> oh my God, there's a subreddit called R What's the Word? Yeah, huh? And I think I found a person asking the same thing. Okay. I'm going to... John, I'm nope. stopping you right there. Stop the Googling. I'm okay. literally just talking in circles. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Shall we, should we move on to our questions, I think. Can we move on to the questions, please, we, before we I... get to it. Before I... You, you go King Kong on this fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah, rip shit do. into Kong. Yeah, a helicopter. Audience, I want you to watch this movie and D- does, tell me do I'm you? not insane. <laughs> I want you to know. See, now I'm upset because I, it's got... Now seven, it's fresh. It's fresh. I really thought the world thought this movie sucked. And now I'm like, I feel like I'm an insane person. I know the world agrees with the world. Where people are like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I don't really remember it. It was aggressively horrible. <laughs> it was like aggressively. Because Come on. You, it was no Terminators. Uh, Terminators. It was no Transformers or Terminators. Okay, actually, my, my biggest problem with it beyond anything else is that I know for a fact that this movie was destroyed in post. Mm. And I think that's why it upsets me. Because it's very clear that it was destroyed in post. Because they've got plenty of good stuff. They just don't expand on any of it because they move on to the next big action scene. Like, there are repercussions when a character dies, but Uh they don't address any of it because they know it's boring and you have to read subtitles and you have to go through a whole exposition to talk about a character that just died and what they meant to the other characters. So none of that. More explosions. Eggs exploding and King Kong destroying and punching lizards. So check it out. And that's why I got. Ups- <laughs> that's why it upset me because it's so clear that this movie was destroyed and chopped up in post. Mm-hmm. It was just like less talking, Isn't less that, wait, less wasn't exposition. There a thing where the director talked about something controversial, like he came out and said something. I don't know. Or no, no I think he went on uh, Cinema Sins or something. He talked about he responded something. There was some kind of thing where the director of the movie, who was quite internet savvy, came on and either like trashed his own film or something, something. Right. I'm not too sure. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Let's get to the question, shall we? Let's. Question theme song. So, uh, yes, as we mentioned, we were on Instagram Live about an hour ago, fielding your questions, and we were going to gonna take the best ones, the ones that tickle our most Oh, fancy. the person you're thinking about is the person that directed Shazam. I forgot oh, his maybe. name, though. Yeah, he's the guy. Uh, something well, he's like Donkey. A, uh, he's a European dude, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like something no, no. Donkey or whatever. I can't remember his, his username, but he... he He's a YouTube creator as well, and he's appeared on several YouTube shows um, just talking about, like, filmmaking. And then one day he directs Shazam and then just casually talks about Shazam and, like, how, like, there were extra people in his shot and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I, and I've seen that. I know yeah. what you're talking about. But there was something specific about the Kong director, but we don't have to get into it anymore. Anyway, yeah, questions. All right. Sorry. So let's start out with a pretty easy one. Uh, what are your favorite Chinese New Year snacks? Um, Coming up I, soon, Chinese New Year. I am, like... I am so weak for those twisted dough things. I don't the know if savory or the sweet ones? 
Like they're like fishy, right? Like no, 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 no. It's like just it's somewhere between savory and sweet. It's it's just like dough. Like they, there's no there's no like, seasoning on it or anything. But there's a bit of salt in the dough. Chow esque, where it's like very neutral. Very neutral, yeah. It's, it's Yotel-esque, but it's like a cracker and it's like a twisted kind of thing. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So that is one. Yep. And a very, very close second, or they're pretty much tight neck and neck, is the candied walnuts. Candied walnuts? I don't think I've ever had that. You've never had that? Is them? it literally just like walnuts with like syrup on it? Oh, yeah. That sounds good. They're candied walnuts. It's like a very traditional like thing that they, you would have in, in, in a Chinese New Year snack. I'm super, Smorgasbord. I'm super boring, but I just really like pineapple tarts. I genuinely do. I think it's because I didn't grow up on them. Like... I was just introduced to them, and it's just nice. I'm legitimately not a fan. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Uh, I was, I, yeah, I'm just not a fan of pineapple tarts. Like, it's something about the sweetness of it. The pineapple-liness. Like, I don't like pineapple-flavored things. I only like the fruit pineapple. And even then, it's like, it's got to be, like, not too damn sweet. That's the thing, too. I can't think of much other pineapple-based Things besides pineapples and pineapple tarts, pineapple soda, uh, upside, upside down cake, I guess. Pineapple, pineapple soda, soda is a huge thing with the Mexican community. Jarritos? Is it jarritos? It's well, I don't know, but it's like everywhere in LA. Flavor of jarritos? Pineapple soda is like everywhere in LA. La piña, um, pina colada. That's a pineapple thing, I guess. That's a pineapple. I thing. love pina coladas. Hawaiian pizzas. I love Hawaiian, but oh, I just really like pineapples. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Oh, just found out about myself. <laughs> hey, uh, the, the the Mctiki alu. Oh, I never tried that. Never? It's, that a, was good, a, it's a good burger. Is that constantly available? No. Of course not. Not here. Maktika alu. Maktiki alu. Maktiki It's alu. like a veggie kind of thing. With yeah, alu is potato. Oh, yeah. It's like a potato-y veggie kind of patty and then a, and, and so a it's like, pineapple. It's like tiki, like tiki torches, like I think island so. life. I have no idea. Anyway. But, um, yeah, it's between that and the honey walnuts. The twisted dough things and the honey walnuts. Pineapple tarts. Eh, yeah. take, I can take them or leave sure, them. Sure, sure, sure. I'm like... I, 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 I think it's also the crumbliness. Not a fan of that. Like, yum, yeah, yum. I do like the chewier ones. Yeah, I'm not a fan of like the crumble and it's like, yeah, it's like, like it makes you thirsty. It just gets everywhere. Yeah, my, that's true. My favorite Chinese like New Year snacks are the it's ones like that you can sneak up into your bedroom and mm. like just like go at it. Num 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 num. Exactly. And okay. pineapple tarts are not that. Yeah. Hey, speaking of your twisty thing, that reminded me of something I want to ask you. Have you ever? Has anyone ever tried to do like fancy yutiao? Yes, like little like like a stall like with like, oh right, like a like candied apples kind of thing or no like like like, like a combining UTIs with churros or UTIs with like a donut recipe like a like a UTI with Claire doesn't that sound doesn't that sound delicious? Like a UTI with cinnamon sugar, kind Wouldn't of. That'd be great. But like the thing is, when I think about UTI variations, I can only think of one that is kind of the ultimate and it's already perfect and it, and you can't do more and it already exists. It's like when they wrap the yutiao in the chung fan. Oh, I love that too. Soy sauce and That's like super the fucking good. garnishes. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, who the hell made who that thought shit of that? up? Yeah. Like, who the who the fuck? And it's amazing. It's perfect. Like, like that's just you. You're talking about like churros and eclairs, and it's like that's fine. You know, that's like it's it's like a cronut. You know, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it doesn't necessarily like. But no one's tried it. Like, there's no been like. I feel like that would be a hit. With the peoples? Probably, especially with like the marketing gimmick of like funky you tiaos. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, yeah. But to me, it's funky like I, I fucking love the chung fan yu tiao with like that light soy sauce mm-hmm. and some chili and some like random stuff on top of it. Goddamn. Now imagine great. that with like wagyu. <laughs> 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 or like you make a giant yu tiao, like a real thick yu tiao, yeah. almost like a baguette, uh-huh. and then you cut it. Like yeah. a like a baguette, and you essentially make like a yotel banh mi, 
but the bread is your town. See, that's stuff like that. Sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, or like, you know what I want to do? I want to like get yeah, you tell, like cut it in half, maybe hollow it out a little bit, fill it with ice cream, and then like banana split that shit. Mm. So it's like an eclair. That's like you. No, but see, at that point, at that point, the yotel would just kind of, especially you're gonna fill it with ice cream. If you're gonna put it with ice cream, it's essentially just gonna be like a chew pastry. You know, yeah. For the most part, if you can get, if you can, if you can perfect the temperature and and serving just the right amount, then yeah, you can have that hot and cold Mm -hmm. and the crispiness of the yotel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for the most part, I mean, especially if it's like a packaged product, Mm -hmm. I'm envisioning it. It's no different from a chew pastry. Um, Mine's mine's gonna be a stall. I'm gonna make a. Funky Yuchao's is a pretty good name for a stall. That's horrible. But have you never that tried the? Have you never tried like the honey walnuts that they have no, in Chinese have. New Year? I will try that. I will look out for it. Dude, it's like it's like honey walnuts. It's like candied walnuts uh, sprinkled with sesame seeds. And oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, I think I have. Those are delicious. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 those yes. are the shit. Those are just like. But does it look just like walnuts? Pretty much with sesame seeds on it. I feel like I kind of remember it. Pretty much, it looks just like that. Okay. I think maybe I've seen it, but I don't think I've ever tried it. But I can imagine what they taste like, and I can imagine it tastes delicious. It's amazing. It's it's. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if they use a specific kind of honey, like a gula malacca or something. I have no idea what they Mm. use, but it's it's just the best. It's the best thing. This is sucky because I haven't. It's what time is it? Four o'clock. I still haven't broken my fast. I'm hungry. I'm trying to think like what else. Like, Like another one that like I'm super weak to is like the. Cashew cookies. Oh yeah, yeah, the like like really blonde ones. Yeah, yeah the cashew cookies, like because like they have this like saltiness in them that it sounds is, like, like you like nuts is what oof. I'm hearing. Yeah, no, but those cashew cookies, like they like especially when you get them in like the the classic plastic container Pla- of red the top. red top. Yeah, man. <laughs> like goddamn, like the they always have the perfect amount of salt for me. It's mm. just like it's almost too salty, but it's great. Oh, um, yeah, savory, uh, sweet yeah. stuff with salt is nice. Yeah. And those are my top three These Chinese are a New few snacks. of my favorite Chinese New Year snacks. Do you, are you a bakwa guy? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's like jerky, so yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not... Mm. Not into it? No, it's not that I'm not into it. It's just that, like, I, I, I enjoy it, but it's such a weird food to, like, Casually, like what is it? Like it's a snack. It does yeah, it's it feel like, like you other than Chinese New Year, it just feels weird to have it around. Right. It's like this is like you know, if I'm buying bakwa in like September, just feels wrong. Just for me, how does Bichang survive? I don't know. It feels like a like a. I'm sure there's because it's a good enough product that I'm sure people yeah. just like it whenever. Sure. But to me, it's just like it's almost wrong. But now that I'm thinking about it, it could make a very very good like. Sushi sandwich. Topping. I was thinking like sandwich thing. Texture though, mm. like you know how they put like ketchup leather sometimes on 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 a sandwich. Oh, I haven't had one of those in a. Just long kind time. of like, just kind of have a a, a layer of bakwa as the oh, you're base. About like, you're talking about like a tuna melt with like a bakwa, something, something like that, like a like a mm. base of a sandwich. You know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tuna melt, if you're hungry, I can make you a dope fucking tuna melt like right now. Okay, I will hold down the podcast. Go. <laughs> no, okay, nah. not not right now, right now, but like once this is done. Promises, promises. Because I I've I've discovered. Um, did I speak about this recently? I don't think you did. did I think I? you t- we talked about it in real life. 
in real life, not in the tuna podcast. Melts? Yeah. Wait, what, what did you discover? I had a tuna melt in this cafe somewhere in the east. And you were like, this is easy. And no, no, it was more of just like, it, it blew my mind. I was just like, oh, fuck, this is like a really good tuna melt. And mm-hmm. I didn't expect it because it's a fucking tuna sandwich. Yeah. When when the fuck do you ever order a tuna melt? I don't know. You know? I never, I've never ever like ordered a tuna sandwich mm-hmm. off my own volition. But something about this morning and something about this cafe just, just made me... Like just want one. Take a little adventure. Go I think it. it was because it was like nine in the morning and the cafe was full the of... The plutonic ideal. Yeah. Is that what it is? What? The plutonic ideal? Damn it. I've never heard of that phrase. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I was, I was surrounded by Australians and, and something about that inspired my choice of having a tuna sandwich. And I decided to recreate it and I think I did a fairly decent job. Because did you know that you can put shit like celery and like green apples and red onions and parsley, all these crazy things inside a tuna salad? Yeah, sure. Like apples. That's that's pretty traditional, right? Apples, Is it celery, traditional? I have walnuts? no idea. Not walnuts, no. Oh. But yeah. it's a. But they also did like this aburi thing that is mm. great. I think it's a, ca- a, a cafe called The Stamping Ground. Okay. Shout out. Maybe you, you have talked about this, but it does sound delicious. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on to the next uh, question. Uh, see, the thing with fucking Instagram questions is that some of the like the questions, if they're kind of longish, they get kind of cut off, which is kind of annoying. Just make the rest up. Okay. <laughs> how would you know if whether what you prayed for was from God or pure luck? I mean, how much luck does a person have? Juh, and then that's where it got cut off. Just okay. like me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it all comes down to it, isn't that just a question of faith? It's just your beliefs, huh? Yeah. It comes down straight to faith. Because how if you're talking about how do you know whether what you prayed for was luck or from God? How do you know whether there's God? How do you know whether God is listening? Can you believe fully in God and luck? Because if like... Or is it or is it like I, it, it's luck that God... Luck is, is is luck like a construct of God? I don't know. I think luck and God are almost mutually exclusive. Is luck like God's will, or is it like I? Oh, I have good luck that God's will is like. Oh, so God prefers some people over others. Oh, that seems bad. Isn't that kind of the point of Christianity though? Like they're like they're His chosen people, so like everyone else is not. Right. That's kind of like the basis of why some Christians can be the very judgy people. Oh yeah. Yeah. But is it like, you know how they're like, God works in mysterious ways, and today he's working for me, just my luck. Mm. Is that, does that make sense? I'm does not sure. Turn? But I think what it all comes down to is faith, right? Because yeah. none of these questions have definitive answers. You can ask anybody on the planet Earth, and no one can give you a definitive answer. Like, that's just it, plain and simple. And it just comes down to faith. It comes down to how strongly you, how much energy you want to put into it, and... Um, how much you think is worthwhile. Um, I don't think these are questions that anybody can answer but yourself. Um, I think, but I think for sure you would know that it's from God if an angel showed up and be like, yo, this is from God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But short of that, hard to tell. If there was like a huge like flash of light at your window. Yeah, flaming bush. And then you, yeah, bush. And then you opened your window and then like the tree in front of your window is on fire. Hey, and then like the fire hey, was like, hey, what's up, man? That thing that you wanted last week, that was me. Here it is. 
the thing last week. It's not like here's that thing now. <laughs> no, no, it was more like because it's a confirmation. It's specifically for this person the asking the question. Right, right, right. Hey, it was like, FYI, hey, man, FYI, I got your back. You started to think that was luck, but nope, nope, nope. It's me, burning tree, boom, 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 and then Enjoy. it just, and then it uproots itself and flies into the sky <laughs> with wings <laughs> and a halo. Yeah. It's like enjoy that and, ten dollars you and, found and, in the laundry. And when that happens, you have your answer. But yeah. until that happens, you are the only person that can answer that question for yourself. God, we're so deep because it is based completely on your beliefs and completely on who you want to be. Yeah. All right. Cool. Good luck with that. Yeah. Question. Here's one that really needed to have a longer space, but now it doesn't. Uh, this is not really a question, but an opinion, they say. Yeah. Was disturbed by your comments that reality is now subjective. Isn't there supposed... And that's where it gets cut off. Yeah. Reality is completely subjective. It, but at the same time, it is only subjective because of the media. Because the media is owned by multiple corporate interests. Mm-hmm. Multiple governmental interests. And... You know, it's no secret that most people's view of the world is the media. Therefore, it is shaped by other people. That's why it is subjective. I believe it was the young philosopher, um, Billie Eilish, who said, I think, therefore, I am. And that's all we can know, man. Yeah, man. We we have brains. R.I.P. Billie Eilish. What? I thought we were just spitting alternative facts here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We could do that. I thought we were just spitting alternative, alternate universe no, I mean, reality facts. I mean, right it's here. a Descartes thing, but it's also, I mean, she has a thought that goes, I think, therefore I am. Right? Am I making that up? I don't know. Yeah, that's an alternative fact. Anyway. Yeah. All right, let's bang out some really easy ones. Uh, no, Nathan, but reality for real. I was just, just for real, real quick yeah, on go, that. Get, 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 get it. Get Something it. happened. Like, my dad sent a video to the group chat this morning about. Oh, no. Yeah, about basically talking. It was like a YouTube video about how Xinjiang. Um, one country, the two province? stories. Okay, like it was a video about that, and like essentially how Western media is demonizing the Chinese government because Ooh. of Xinjiang. Um, Sorry, is that where the Uyghurs are? Yes, yes. So he sent this video to I me. Mean, it's like kind of hard to defend. This morning he sent it over, oh and uh, I checked it out, and it's like, yeah, truth really is completely subjective because I scroll down and read the comments, and everybody agrees. Everybody is like, yes, this video is telling the truth. I'm so glad the truth is finally what's, out. What's the video? Basically saying that Western media has been demonizing the, the Xinjiang thing. Right. They're like, ah, um, the way we treat the Uyghurs is not that bad. Yeah. What are they saying? Essentially. Like, they're essentially saying that, like, people are happy and that, like, it, it's, 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 they're not being held against their will. And it's kind of like, you know, mm. helping to pull them out of poverty and, and all these things. Um, of course, the video was funded and made by the CCP and all that. But, you know, that's a different story. Um, I was just surprised to see that the comment section... Because, you know, the video is going to be the video. And the mm-hmm. people that make the video, they're just going to do whatever fits their interests. So mm-hmm. it's no surprise that there will be a video that exists that will uh, basically say the opposite of what everyone else is saying. Right. No surprise there. Someone's going to make it. What surprised me was I scrolled down to thousands of comments. And 95% of them were like, yes. And it's just kind of... We're finally showing them. It was like, God damn. You think it was from Chinese nationals or like, who's who's commenting? Mm, it was a pretty big range of people. Do you get YouTube in China? No. You can, VPN. Right. Yeah. But it was a pretty large range of people and it was just kind of terrifying, you know, really? because um, especially with this topic, I don't think it's one of those things where like no one really knows the truth because, you know, <laughs> there is a truth because it's the real world. There is something that's happening. Um, and... 
Ugh, it's just scary to think, you know, when yeah. like every, it, it's one of those things. It's 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 scary. It's scary to think for me for my dad at least because it's one of those things where you would hope rational, just plain human dynamics and human logic would kind of tell you that if everybody but one person is saying one thing, if literally everyone is saying that John. John uh, shat his bed last night. Like, literally everyone on the planet Earth is saying, John shat his bed last night. And then the only person saying that John didn't shit his bed was John. Hmm. You know? Who's right? Then it's kind of like, yeah, most human beings will agree that, yeah, John shat his bed last night. But I didn't. <laughs> exactly. So who's going to believe you, right? Well, um, but <laughs> it's it's one of those things, you know? So it's kind of scary that, like, it's truth really is subjective. I it's, feel like it's, Captain America in Civil War, you got to fight no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh even if everyone was against you. I mean, that's kind of like Trump's whole thing, right? That's yeah. honestly the biggest lesson I learned from Trump. The biggest lesson I learned from Trump is to never retreat. To Ugh. never, ever retreat. Never even keep quiet about anything. Don't let anything stop you, including facts yeah. and science. Essentially, like his whole modus operandi mm-hmm. that has made him so successful, for lack of a better word... Sure, not successful. Yeah, successful. He was president. Yeah, <laughs> true. What made him so successful is that he was constantly on the offensive. Yeah. It's a horrible way to be a person. Yeah, don't do it. It's a horrible way to be a person, but, but it's, it's, effective, it's, it's an effective apparently. way to climb the ladder that is the planet Earth. But I also think like a lot of things, like Trump is like not, he's not the cause, he's like a symptom, you know what I mean? Of like mm-hmm. divisiveness and anger. And, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's bang out some quick ones. More questions. Uh, Nathan, what's your favorite cheese? Um, I don't think I have one. Gruyere Brie? for me, Gruyere. Brie, I think. If, Brie if, over camembert. Uh, I don't think I have a favorite cheese. Okay, tell you what, I do have a favorite cheese, but it's like a specific, specific cheese one, yeah. from a specific place. And I hope you agree with me on this. The one. truffle one. Fuck. It's the truffle Holy brie. Shit. It's the truffle brie in the pink aluminum foil wrapper from the cheese arc. That shit was like, oh my god. This, <laughs> yeah, okay. This is a shout out to the cheese art. Cheese arc. Support small small businesses yeah. and all that. Hell yeah. Um, if you are a lover of cheese and if you know someone who or if you know someone who loves cheese and you're looking for a nice gift for them, go to Cheese Arc. Look for the truffle brie. It's wrapped in a pink aluminum foil. It comes from I don't know, France or some shit. Yeah. And Get that as a gift. It's a little pricey. Well, they go lie. they go no joke with their truffles on that thing. Yeah, but it's a, it's a little bit pricey. Not gonna lie, I can't remember how much it is. It's, it's a lot, it's, but they shave the truffles. It's like less like, than a hundred bucks. But but it's in it's above kind of in that it's like range. Seventy was it like seventy? It's like between like a, fifty and a hundred. I can't remember. Uh, but if you're looking to get like a really nice gift for like a friend that loves cheese, look. If you're trying to sleep with someone who really likes cheese, yeah. If you're trying to like get that fuck on, it's just the way to their their pants. Yeah. It's yeah. going to smell a little funny, but you know what? You know, you're going to fart a lot. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, for real, this truffle brie, oh my goodness. Oh my God. It's like life changing. Oh if you bring it to a dinner party, like people will like... Yo, what'd you do to they, me? They will worship you. They'll be like, what'd you do to me? Yes. Thank you for doing this to me, whatever you did. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite cheese, but like, that is my, my favorite cheese. You don't have a favorite type of cheese, but that's, that's your favorite cheese. That's my favorite thing of cheese in terms yeah. of like, I, I, I value that. <laughs> I, I value that. I value it because it's great and <laughs> I love it and people love it. Fair enough. Yeah. It's Fair a nice enough, thing. It's a, it's a crowd pleaser. Yep. Uh, I got a couple of questions that's like kind of like all uh, versions of the same thing, which is, uh, what's up with the Xbox? How you enjoy it? And uh, about Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> speak on that. Because Nathan has an Xbox Series X. I haven't had too much time to tinker around with it. I said. Um, but 
I will say this, and this is a completely honest opinion, because Xbox was kind enough to send over a console, but it wasn't like a sponsored thing or anything. They're not paying me for yeah, anything. They just, they just, you didn't even know it was coming, right? They kind of just... Oh, no, they, they, I mean, they, 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 they up, told me but, it was coming, yeah. But, but it's not like a paid thing or anything. I'm not obliged to say anything nice. I will say this. It's a weird... I feel sorry for Xbox because it's so clear that they had to release their console only because PS5 was releasing theirs. Like, you know, they try to fit with their schedule? It's kind of like expected, you know. Like it's kind of expected that the next gen consoles always kind of come out around. Yeah, the same they got they got to go toe to toe, or else it, like yeah, you can't not, give them a head start or whatever. I'm not sure what the maybe that's the reason why, but I feel sorry for them because like they they had to launch a product that. So it sucks. You're saying it sucks. No, no it doesn't not, suck. We can't say that. It doesn't suck. It doesn't suck at all. Yeah. Like it's just it's a, pretty it's, amazing to be honest. It there's not. The things that will make it amazing have not come out yet <laughs> because <laughs> the, of coronavirus. Uh, games? You're talking about games? And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because of coronavirus, all the delays and all of that. And I think because the PS5 released it early, so Xbox was like, fuck it, drop uh, it. I mean, it works. You can turn it on. You can play games on it. It's backwards compatible. Yeah. It's backwards compatible, so you can play whatever, what, like, any other games on it you want. So there's that. But there's nothing new on it yet. Not really. Nothing has been made specifically for the Xbox Series X that makes it interesting. And let's not even talk about how the console versions of Cyberpunk are just kind of janky. Broken. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I don't really have much to talk about yet because it's... I can play games on it, but the games that I can play are exactly the same as like the ones on the 360 and the yeah. Xbox One. Yeah. So I'm not getting a huge difference. Maybe I'm getting some performance improvements, but that's yeah. not really... I'll that's the, neither here nor there. The controller actually feels quite nice in the hand. I was the controller feels nice. Like, I, I like that the console itself is a very subtle kind of thing. It just kind of fades into your home Decor. entertainment system. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge, um, though. Holy but fuck. I, I, there is... I will say one thing, that the Xbox Game Pass is mm. pretty... It's, a, it's pretty great. It's... Essentially, a subscription service where you pay a flat fee per month and you have access to a gigantic library. Yeah, it's, of, like, it's like uh, Netflix, yeah. pretty much. It's exactly like Netflix in the sense that I take forever to fucking choose anything. Yes. Because there's so many games. And, and it, 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 I guarantee you, if you're a gamer and you go down this list, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, there's, there's that game that I wanted to play like seven years ago, but just missed. Yeah. And they have all these games. They Some have games all these I've never thought it. of in years. Like Killer Instinct? I was like, what the fuck? Exactly. They have so <laughs> many, like like crazy things on there that I think that alone is a very cool experience, but I believe you can get that on like the Xbox one as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, it's still not a specialty thing, but as a newcomer to the world of Xbox, I like that. I appreciate that. And that's pretty dope. I think I discovered, especially looking at that thing that I'm only really into like triple A games as corny as that sounds like I only want like the best of the best, like the hype games. Yeah. There's very little indie or like old games. I'm like, I'm interested in. I just downloaded a game called Celeste, which, um, because I haven't played a very good platformer in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, I, I can play whichever, but I tend to like ones that just offer, like, new narrative experiences. Okay. That That's what like captures me the most. side-scrolling platformer? No, not necessarily. It can be any kind of... It can be an FPS. It can be a TPS. It can be any... You know, whatever it is. I'm just looking for something that... TPS. Third person. Got um, it. I'm just looking for something that is presenting, like, a new story... Like a new story experience. I got you. I got yeah. you. Um, which um, is why I'm still kind of upset that I never finished Last of Us 2. You, you should do that. And you should also play The Witcher. The, the Witcher, Witcher 3 is available there on the Xbox thingy. 
Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, raise your glass to your Witcher, bro. But that's, like, too long. Yeah, I see. see. Here's the thing. There's so many fucking games on that thing that I'm, 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 I'm like, veering away from the AAA really long ones and being attracted more to, like, these bite-sized little Yeah, that's, that's your taste anyway. Which is weird, that, which is why I feel like, honestly, the best system for you is Oculus. Like, so many games you can pick up, play for, like, five minutes and just put it's, it away. It's, yeah. it's not even that that's my taste in gaming. I like long, sprawling games. It's just that... Have you, though? When was the last time you played one? Yeah, it's been Think a while. about that. It's been a while. I like long sprawling games. It's been a while since I played You've one. you changed, man. Ah, oh, fuck. But, like, it's just that when you have the Game Pass, there's so many games. I feel like if I spent too much time on one, I'm, so like, wasting, wasting it. it. <laughs> so it's like, you gotta try everything. I think you're, what is, what is it called? You're, pa- pa- you're experiencing a paralyzation by choice. Choice, yeah. That was it, yeah. Choice paralysis. Isn't there a, ra- a rhyming version of that, though? Rhyming version of that term. I'm really bad with terms today. Choices paralysis. <laughs> I got the choices paralysis. The paralysis of the choices. Paralyzation by choose choose I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. I think we got time for a couple more questions. All right. Uh, Thank you for your questions, by yeah, the way. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. You've been really awesome. Oh, okay. I won't pick this one because I got it's I got something to talk about. Uh anime that you've watched recently. Any animes you've watched? Oh, that's a that's a very interesting question. Oh, because yeah, I got something for this one. Um, I recently watched. Um, I don't know if you count this as anime. It's an animated Japanese animated movie. I recently finally watched Spirited Away. Oh man, I still haven't watched that. I've I, never I watched any Miyazakis. I've never okay. I've it's seen a weird black hole in my. I've thing. seen some Miyazakis. Uh-huh. I've only paid attention to two. Sure, because I've seen Miyazakis as as a child and to a teenager, but Princess I never really paid Mononoke? attention. But yeah, Where's the two mind? that I've seen are uh, in terms of like now as an adult and like properly watched them was Mononoke and uh, Spirited Away. Spirited Away is I the one just like watched Spirited Away a few weeks ago. World War II. I mean, last week. World War Two ish. The aftermath of World War Two. Something. Something. Um, it's well, it might allude to that, <laughs> but it's but the story itself is about a girl and her family. They're on a road trip. They stumble across a mysterious place and they're essentially transported into a world of spirits. Oh, okay. And it is... It's not a movie that I'm completely unfamiliar with. I've I've seen it before. Oh. It's just I've never really paid attention. Okay. I remember them playing it to us in one class in primary school even. Or like, no, secondary school. Interesting. Or something like that. And I was just too young to appreciate, you know, something that was so artful. Right. Because it wasn't, you know... You weren't ready for it. I, was, I just wasn't ready for it, yeah. And that's something that I hear a lot of Miyazaki fans say, that like Miyazaki movies have something to offer you at every stage of your life. That's cool. Because they're so deep. Right. Something like Pixar movies in that sense. Um, I would imagine more artful even. Yes. Because they're shit. less commercial. So Holy shit, yes. Holy shit, yes. I because I remember my um, kind of uh, idea of Miyazaki films being like My Neighbor Totoro or Ponyo. Because Which are a little those bit sillier, a little bit lighter. Yeah, because right? those were the two that kind of like gained the most commercial success in terms of merch and all the yeah, invisibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always thought that was the Miyazaki vibe, because um, I just never watched any of these films properly. Uh-huh. So when I watched Princess Mononoke a few months ago as my first foray into properly watching Miyazaki films, I was like, "What the fuck!" Like five minutes into oh. the film, someone gets their head shot off with an arrow. Oh, so it's like, holy shit. <laughs> it's just like violent. It's aggressively violent. Um, so when I came into Spirited Away last week, I was, I was a bit more mentally prepared for mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like more visceral and graphic. But nope, we're back to fantasy. But 
It's very emotionally charged, right? It's very emotionally yeah, charged. It's very, it's aggressively creative. Cool. It's aggressively creative. Like you think that, oh, this is interesting and new. Nope, a new thing that is interesting and new. And nope, another thing that's interesting oh, and wow. new. Like it's just this constant barrage of new ideas and very interesting cool. things. And like, what the fuck is happening to very my, cool. to my, uh, to my eyes right now? You're, you're just <laughs> being overloaded with like creativity. It's such a fascinating film. And one of the most beautiful things about it is that even after finishing watching it, I don't know if I had a very strong opinion on it in terms of like, I don't know if I can critically analyze it, but I knew that I just experienced something. And I think that was the entire point because the entire film is someone going into another, an otherworldly spiritual realm. So they did what they did to her, they did to you, bro. Exactly. That's amazing. Exactly. After yeah, finishing the out. movie, I was like, Okay, I don't know if I learned anything from that movie or like gleaned anything like important off of it, but I I legit feel like I was transported into like the depths of my imagination. Wow! And that was just like okay, all right, film understood. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was the last anime that I watched. It's on Netflix. So y'all are all of them on Netflix. All most of them. Okay, I'll check it out. I I've think. been meaning to watch them for a very long time. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I, like I just oh, animated stuff. If it's not Pixar, I just I don't know why I struggle with so much with anime. Because like I love Your Name. Your Name is one of my favorite movies, right? But anyway, what I'm picking, what I picked up is like okay, I've like all right, I've been putting this off for a long time. It's coming to an end. I'm finally going to watch Attack on Titan. That shit is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's Which really interesting. Uh, I about the first quarter of the second season, and it's getting pretty good. Attack on Titan. Are you totally caught off. up? No, no. I, I stopped yeah, yeah. around season two um, or towards the end of season yeah, two. Season one starts off fucking slow. Yeah. Like it's like. But once it gets running, it gets running. Uh, around the time there's, uh, this is not a spoiler, there's an introduction of a female Titan and that's when it really picks up. Yeah. Like it's fucking weird, dude. It's oh, no. Trust weird. me. Like the, in terms of spoilers, that's like that's spoiler. Nothing. That's like spoiler light. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, according to like the things that uh, people have been saying about the show and all that much crazier things happen. Yeah. And I haven't finished it either. So let me know when you're around like, where are you now? Uh, about f- on the fourth episode of season two. Okay. I, I think I can join you soon. Cool. Because I don't Are you doing dubs or subs? I do. I usually do subs. I usually do subs, but I'm doing dubs for Attack on Titan. Is it good? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. All right. But you always have that weird thing where it's like, there has got to be a lost translation thing because this is not how people communicate in English. I just love it whenever they make those anime sounds like, uh, ha! No, I love it when they yell something and it's a really complicated thought, but they're yelling. It's like, please, you don't have to do this because this is the way that we do our things all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, what the hell? Like, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're like, ex- they're expounding an idea <laughs> while emoting. Yeah, it's <laughs> intense. Hey, and- give me back that thing. It means a lot to me. And it, my, my mother gave it to me when I was a child and she means a lot because she passed away. And I think she's like, yeah, like, she's just like exposition. Uh, <laughs> like, you're just, you're just, you just have to take it. You're just like, ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool and like it's it's yeah i think the appeal of attack on Titan, which i didn't realize is someone was like it's more game of thrones than game of thrones i'm like oh there's like intrigue and like oh yeah stuff about that that's Insanity. what made me insanity because right now when they I, get inside like into the inner circles yeah we're starting to, I'm, it's starting to move that way because right. at first i'm just like why the fuck do these things look so weird right the design of these titans are fucking weird i love it yeah it's so disconcerting my my biggest problem with uh most animes is just keeping track of the names. Yeah, the I don't know who the fuck anyone is. I don't. I, it's, it's so hard to keep track of like Eren and Mikasa and t- t- 
Mikasa, and Aaron, t- to me, Ernt, isn't isn't the blonde uh, genius guy? Doesn't his name? They're supposed to be German, right? I think it's like kind of like a made up land that like Got feels it. European. Got it. I mean, they're wearing Lederhosen. They're supposed to be German, right? And then Mikasa is just like Spanish, the, the only Asian. <laughs> It's, it's her house <laughs> in the middle of the street. <laughs> no, Mikasa definitely look Asian. Looks Asian. I don't know. It's really weird. A lot of she is blonde. Asian because in the movie, well, actually, in the movie version, they're all Asian. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> that that movie's garbage, right? The live action is. Oh yeah, really it's bad? garbage. Okay. It's complete garbage. Um, it's complete garbage, but it's annoying because like the final ten minutes of it are actually like kind of cool. Oh, so like then it just becomes like what the fuck? Like wh- wh- where was like just do more of that? Like do make <laughs> like, the whole you had it just that <laughs> you know like why. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like it, like watching Phantom Menace, and yeah. then like you get to the Darth Maul fight, and you're like, what? Where, where, where was this like the whole time? Where, why were we in? They were saving it. Yeah, why were we talking to Asian aliens the whole time? Midichlorians. Um, and Kiko Mizuhara was Mikasa in in the movie. Oh, that name sounds familiar. Remind she's, me. She's, she's pretty, very hot, she's right? Super pre- hot, pretty person. Yeah, yeah, very beautiful. Anyway, um, Mikasa. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll Mikasa. join you on Attack on Titan soon. But Spirited Away. I'm going to have a lot of fun just slowly going through the Miyazaki um, catalog discography. That's funny because the ones I really want to watch was Spirit is Away and Princess Mononoke. Is there anything else? What's the next one you want to watch? Princess Mononoke honestly left me feeling kind of shitty. That was one of the earlier ones too, right? Yeah, but it's like... But shitty it's, it's, it's great and everything. Mm. It It's just... It just... It's so... I don't know how to describe it. It, um, it. it does its job. I think most Miyazaki films essentially do their job of like making you feel exactly how they need you to feel. And Princess Mononoke was a lot about the environment, a lot about sustainability, a lot about how like people are destroying the planet. And it's probably the most effective movie I've seen about this topic. Mm. And at no point do they talk about real world facts or the global warming crisis or greenhouse gases. No, it's, it's like there. shit like, oh, the magic wolf is destroying the stone aliens or some shit, the stone monkeys or some shit like that. Like it's very, they present these ideas in such an abstract way. But something about that, I oh. think it speaks to our childlike Interesting. wonder. Interesting. And because it's speaking to our inner child, that message is delivered a lot more effectively. Because it's not trying to speak to our minds. Oh. It's trying to speak to, to our hearts. hearts. Yeah. Nice. Well said. I should make like a fucking video essay about Do Miyazaki it. films. There's not now. enough of them. <laughs> hey, wait, I got to pause. I got to pick up my food. <laughs> okay. Hello? Hi, are you downstairs? I mean, you're going to go pick up your food. So sorry, I'll be right back. Tell you what, you go pick up your food. I'm just going to wrap up the episode by myself because we're, we're pretty much at the end of it. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, okay. we're pretty much at So while John goes to pick up his food, um, thank you so much for all of your questions. Uh, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you for taking part uh, in the Instagram Live for all your questions. Hope the recommendations were interesting for you. And... Just as always, we'll see you in another week while John go gets his food. And as always, all right, guys, thanks for the hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.